Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Hooting and Hollering. I am Matt Mitchell and I've missed you. It's been a while, I know. I'm very sorry. Had to take a little break for a while. Got uh, got busy doing some other stuff. Couldn't really find the time to sit down and talk. That's it. That's really all this job requires is just talk like right now to myself in an empty room. But, you know, things kind of got some of those projects out of the way, finished those and got some free time to jump back into the podcast game. And I have missed it. I don't know about y'all, but I I miss doing this. I missed I missed our chats, our times together, you know, wherever it is. If you're listening to me in the car or I'm putting you to sleep right now, either way, I'm in your life and and I'm happy about that. A lot of people in the last few months after this kind of disappeared, were hitting me up, want to know when the next episodes are. And I didn't have an answer for y'all, but that was very flattering. It was nice to know that you're out there listening to it. So I'm excited to bring it back. We've got some great interviews lined up for you, and you're going to find these super exciting because they've been fun to do. This first one here is with the group SEC Shorts, which I just need to address something now because this is a point of confusion, and we didn't really get to this in the interview. But I am not part of SEC Shorts. I was in a video in SEC Shorts four years ago, but that's been it. Those guys are on their own. They are not a part of It's a Southern Thing. They kind of were at one point, but they are their own solo thing now. And I hope maybe that clears that up. But it is Robert Clay and Josh Need. They are the duo that makes the videos that you see. If you haven't seen them before, go check them out. Just go Google SEC Shorts and they're going to pop up. They've got a Facebook page. They've got a YouTube page. And that's where you're going to see all of those videos that they produce. And they do about two a week. During the football season, one goes out on the interwebs on Monday morning. The other one goes on SEC Network on Saturday, and then I think they post that one online as well now. So lots of opportunities to catch your videos. If you're a college football fan, not even like deep into college football, that's what I really appreciate what they do is because you don't have to like know all of the details about these college football teams and the players, the coaches. If you just kind of have a basic understanding of what's going on that season, you'll get the jokes on SEC Shorts, almost all of them. It's something for everybody in there. If you live in the South, you're going to have some knowledge of college football. You can't escape it, y'all. Season's coming. Or if you're listening to this a little bit late, season's here. How's it going? Is your team doing well? If your team is, you know, like Vandy, probably not. Tennessee, probably not. Alabama, you're probably dominating. You're feeling pretty good right now. Auburn, mm, mm. that's just a prediction. I just imagine the, the start of y'all season is going to be just a whole lot of mm, a little rough. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. It's on the record now, though, that's for sure. Anyway, let's just ride into it. Some hooting and hollering with Robert and Josh of SEC Shorts. Hey, y'all. We've got uh, Josh Sneed, Robert Clay, SEC Shorts. How's it going, guys? Swell, Matt. Thanks for having us on your program. So well. We appreciate being here. Welcome aboard to Hoot and Holler. And let's just keep these NPR voices going the entire time, if possible. (laughs) How long before we crack? I think that'd be great. First one to crack loses. So it's a great moment to have you on. I think maybe this could be the only moment that I could have y'all on because we're not into the grind of the season yet. In a few weeks, y'all will be inaccessible until mid-January, pretty much. This is the calm before the storm. We disappear and we come back with beards and 80 pounds heavier. So that's just kind of yeah. how it works. It's always nice to like see other people living their life throughout football season. You're like, wow, you're really doing it. You go on that vacation. You go to Greece, Karen. You go to brunch on Sunday. <laughs> like, we'll just stay here. 
Our lives are so hard. <laughs> well, so the, the grind is about to start for y'all, and you are putting out, SEC Shorts will put out how many new videos each week this season? We do one that re- we make it on Sunday, releases on Monday, and then we do another one. We shoot another one for SEC Network that uh, we shoot like Wednesday, Thursday, airs Saturday morning on SEC Nation. Yeah, that was the, the formula last season, right? So it's the same. We get that. Yeah, the last few, last couple seasons at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're ready to roll into that. How are the ideas coming? Are they? Are we banking anything already? Anytime we try to bank something, like, man, if Texas A&M beats Alabama, this idea is going to be gold. And then Texas A&M loses to Alabama by 40 points. It happens every time. So yeah, we stop trying. Yeah, we've, we've got a general list of scenarios, and it's as simple as just treehouse. <laughs> like, who knows what could be Scared straight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, those are great. And sometimes that's the hard thing to come up with is like this new like vehicle for the jokes. My favorite last year was the, was it water balloons they all were throwing at each other in the woods? Yeah. The oh, Catch yeah. the Flag video. That was my favorite too. Yeah. I think, I feel like Robert had the idea for that one like a month before we did it and was just like, I'm just waiting for the right things to fall into place for the jokes to put on the t shirts. Yeah. And so we kind of knew that one was coming for a while. But for the most part, you know, we just fly by the seat of our pants. Yeah. It'd be nice to have some pre production on these, but it rarely happens that way. But is it for y'all the same way that we, see it on it's a southern thing is that if we like it never fails the videos that we spend the least amount of time <laughs> thinking about and working on are the ones that do the best <laughs> and and by god if i like if we spend months thinking about this video and like planning it out and being very meticulous with every shot it'll bomb mm. we just did we the, just built a raft yeah, and we went, to the beach, raft. <laughs> we went to the beach man we went to the beach we were going to do this castaway spoof, and we were just like, Josh, where are we going to celebrate our million new video? And it just completely bombs. It was a like, stinky dookie. So. Just bombs like crazy. So. But then the uh, the one we did earlier this offseason, it was like a Tennessee quarterback thing or whatever. Yeah, We shot it in like 45 minutes at Crestwood Park. And we were just like, how are we going to end this thing as we're doing it? Yeah. And then everybody loves that one. and. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's just, it's, yeah, exactly. Anytime, I'm tired of it. Anytime we whip out the camera slider, I'm like, this is a bad omen. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. For us, that is in, in, in the writer's room when we're talking about a sketch, if we find ourselves laughing at it too much and we're like, this is hilarious, one of us has to stop and say, this will bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this is just for the room. This is just this for the room. This is just for us, apparently. And, yeah. it, and it never fails. It always does explode in our face. But you, I think you need those. I think you need those that are just for yourself every once in a while to be like, all right. I'm doing some of these for me and I'm doing some of them for them and <laughs> it'll work out in the end. Oh, 100%. What video is like come top of your head has been like, this is for us video. Oh man. Last year towards the end of the season, we did one. It was like a local news thing with uh, a guy who thought that Rich Rod should still be the coach for Alabama. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that you remember it because no one liked it except me. And I still to this day, I'll think just, man, what a day. <laughs> what a day and i just like slunching it i loved it i love that's the dangerous part yeah when you have one like hey it'd be funny if there was a person out there who thought nick saban was bad and rich i would have been better ha, ha, ha. and then you realize when you're shooting it oh man this is the only joke that we have for this. uh josh talk in a funny voice more maybe we can milk this yeah i love those though like weird character ones I, I oh love those. oh absolutely yeah this season will be interesting too because what i'm hearing is this will be the last season maybe before Texas and Oklahoma join. Like I hear that they're going to bump it up. Like it was just, they had to join by 2024. 
Yeah. But now yeah. it looks like it'll be much sooner than that. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like I, it just happened so incredibly fast. This whole process, and yeah, it's, it sounds like someone, I guess, some torpedoing of the conference for the Big Twelve might happen and, and get them out. I think that's the plan is to get them out without having to pay the huge buyout because that would be enormous amount of money. How much is the buyout? Yeah. It was like eighty million or something like that per team because you're, you're it's about the TV contract. Yeah, you have to make too. up for the money. Yeah. So you're, and they still own your rights. So I, I think someone's either going to buy out or something, but it's, it's happened so fast. And that was crazy. It was the slowest off season I can remember. And it's like three days before I go on a week long vacation. And it's like, Hey, two of the biggest teams in college football coming to the SEC. Wait, what? Yeah. So it's crazy how fast it happened. I, what do you think about it, Matt? Cause I'm kind of excited about it. I I'm, think it's a great idea. When we get to the hoot and hollering part. I'm going to tell you what <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I feel, I feel like maybe like, am I missing something? Because I saw like Twitter, Facebook, people we're upset. Like, it's not a fit. They don't belong in the SEC. It's like, y'all, we let Missouri in here. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, recently. <laughs> the bar's on the floor. So I don't really know why that's out. They're powerhouses. They are, like, two of the biggest names in college football. So I don't see how this is a loss for the SEC. We're going to see be- better games. That's two less games you're going to see a season of, like, playing a, you know, third-tier team. I, I think for me it was that they kind of made those fan bases made their living the past few years off just talking down on the SEC, like we don't need them. We, we're good. We're fine. Look at us making the playoffs every year. And so now it's kind of like, oh, uh, we're actually in this now. Like Texas fans, I mean, come on. Plus, they were so easy to make fun of. So, so easy. And they were a good common enemy. And so now it's like, it would be kind of like if Notre Dame joined the SEC. Like, yeah, it's a huge team. But like, eh, culturally, I don't know. Does it fit? Who knows? Right. Who am I to say? Well, that's a that's a question I was thinking about earlier. Is like, all right, so the and there's talk that this is not the end of expansion. That they're just going to continue the big schools uh, conferences will continue to eat up the rest of until we've got what four left, yeah, maybe it'd, it'd be four. Yeah. Who would y'all add outside of Texas and Oklahoma now to the SEC if if they came to y'all and said, "Look, SEC shorts." It's obvious that y'all have your hand on the pulse. <laughs> a lot of clout. A lot of clout. And, and the decision yeah. is yours. Who are y'all? Who are y'all adding to the SEC? I think, then? I think Swanee bring them back in. Obviously, Tulane yeah. uh, <laughs> bring them back. Just bring them back the old bring back guy. The yeah. Georgia Tech would love to be back. <laughs> I've heard Georgia Tech actually seriously mentioned, and I am opposed to that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's basically adding another Vandy to the mix. Oh yeah, with their like forty style offense, where they still wear <laughs> leather helmets and <laughs> they throw forward passes with two hands. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be down for that. Uh, I think Clemson because their fan base is so crazy. I think that's a no brainer. Um, and the huge TV draw. I think that's what you're looking for is added value if you're going to uh, add add teams like that. So you want to add huge markets with passionate fan bases. So, I mean, you know, I, if you could add Notre Dame, I don't know. I just hate Notre Dame so yeah, much. So I would love to like just play them in the, in the playoffs. Y'all hate Notre Dame? Oh, yeah, I do. I don't like their attitude. Yeah. I don't like their stupid helmets. Obviously, Rudy is a gift. Yeah, Rudy's an amazing guy. Rudy's a gift from them to college football, and I appreciate that. But everything else is garbage. Also, I do like Joe Montana, so I'm starting to backpedal a little on my Notre Dame. But. There's a lot of entitlement. With, it's kind of like the Texas. There's a lot of entitlement, as in, like, we're going to be the only last independent team out there, and we deserve this, this, and this to break our way. Like That's another thing. Yeah, I don't like that they the think entitlement. they're too good to be in a conference. I don't like that. You know, not having a conference championship game. So is that, like, your most – hated team in the rest of college football is is it notre dame at the top oh for me it is i would have put texas up there i would have put texas wow texas was terrible and entitled so like how does that work i get a little bit of entitlement with them i don't know i guess like my memories of texas growing up 
I mean, they were okay, but I remember like Vince Young beating that Rose Bowl game. Yeah, yeah. Southern Cal, which they were like the scrappy underdogs in that game too. Yeah, and that was that was big, and I guess that's probably because for me, my most hated college football team is probably Southern Cal. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 They're up there I, I, agree. I agree. I don't like mm-hmm. USC. I don't like most Pac-12 teams. I can't think of any. I don't like Oregon. Yeah. Pick a jersey. Stick to a uniform, please. We get it. We get it. Nike. You, you know. Yeah. What's his face? Alumni. Yeah. We get it. You don't have to keep showing off. Mm-hmm. And then Ohio State. I can't stand Ohio State. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're just, in my the top common, three. The sure. common denominator is entitlement. It's just you haven't done anything. Well, I uh, say that as an Alabama fan. Yeah. I was about, to, yeah, yeah. But like, you got to back it up on the field, which I guess Ohio State kind of has. But man, Texas and Notre Dame have not. If Colt hadn't gotten hurt, man, it would have been a different. Yeah, story. that crap is hilarious. Yeah, I love it. Is there a school that y'all have been? I'm not gonna say bash, but they, I guess they've been the butt of the joke in videos. Is there is there a certain fan base that reacts more poorly than other? Fan bases. Auburn fans. Yeah, I hate to admit it, but it, it's Auburn fans for sure. They take it very personally. And we've done it enough times where you would think by now they're like, okay, we get it. They're not coming after us. It's just a joke. But every time they're like, mm, yeah, not for yeah. me. That's, those are my people. Those are my those are my individuals that uh, you know went to school there. And it's very frustrating to see where you know you make an Auburn video and it's supposed to be funny and kind of like, we're commiserating with you. We know it's tough to be an Auburn fan. And then they react just like, who are these bozos? <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch anymore. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so frustrating. I wish I had like evidence to the contrary, but I don't. I've only gotten like a couple of death threats in all my years on the internet. Mm-hmm. And one of them came from an Auburn basketball fan. So I can't. When I said that Auburn basketball fans were like pollen, they only like to show up one time a year and they always give me a headache and um, <laughs> that's great it's 100 percent what it is <laughs> and uh yeah and that dude was really he was like i hope you uh i hope you get strangled around your cpap cord when you go to sleep tonight and it's like sir i'm not even on a cpap machine <laughs> <laughs> so the joke's on you is pending sir i am fat and i don't have to have a cpap machine <laughs> thank you very much that guy sells cpap machines <laughs> well done <laughs> if you're in the market but yeah that was uh yeah, they do get a little upset. I guess it's probably just a little bit of built-in constantly. This like um, living in the same state as Alabama fans. I mean, yeah, it's it's the worst time to. At first, when it was happening in you know, 2009, 2010, it was like, oh no, this. But Auburn was kind of hanging with them. They won the championship with Cam and everything, so it was like we're pretty much equals. And then all of a sudden, Alabama's whoosh gone, and you're just like, okay, well maybe we'll get a miracle game every every six seven years, and you can kind of. Kind of cramp on that, but I think Brian Harrison's been a uh, a bright spot for you guys. Brian Harrison, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, no, this guy's gonna be. Is he still coaching them? Is that is that gonna happen? Is he? Yeah, I think he's probably still developing some really tricky plays in quarantine while he has COVID. So he's probably coming up with some good things, but I don't know. They're gonna bring Kevin Steele back. That's what they're gonna do. I'm always about. I'm gonna give him a chance. Hey, I don't know anything about him. I don't know his playbook. I don't know what he's gonna do. But yeah, the off season I think has been a little bit of an interesting experience for him. Kind of waking up to the media scrutiny that comes with being in this state and you know, at one of the big universities here. And Malzahn had to have left the cupboard a little bare, right? He's got some athletes, but yeah, I think like where the, where the cupboard is going to be bare for several years is offensive line. I think Malzahn, uh, he, he burned the cupboard for offensive line. I think he <laughs> put some, put some firecrackers in there. So yeah, there's no offensive line people at Auburn right now. So got to work on that. Well, hopefully turn things around. The SEC is better when the Iron Bowl is a like 
deciding game for the West, yeah, I think. Yeah, for sure, 100%. It's nice to build to that to the end of the season. Yeah. Hey, well, let's just jump into some hooting and hollering. What are y'all – I mean, we want to start positive or negatively? I don't know. What kind of mood are y'all in? Uh, negative, I think, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I like that. Let's just Always go get that out of the way. So, I mean, what's – and it doesn't have to be related to, like, you know, your job. Oh, it doesn't have to be related to football? Yeah, anything, man. Well, then I'd like to go first. <laughs> um, all right. So, I bought these shoes, like, in April. Oh, my God. Okay. I like and this. And they've got huge holes in them now. That is – I'm not I'm not an extreme walker or runner in these. These are everyday shoes, just like walk, like you know, regular shoes. And um That's a big hole. Too. They've got huge like that's a huge hole. Hold it up to the camera so they can see it more. You can't even see it. Man. Well, we're, this is just audio only. But um <laughs> what? We want our nice clothes. If you want the video, that's a premium package. They've got <laughs> we're this will be the only thing on OnlyFans left. <laughs> this is my holler, and you can sign up for a podcast and it's not even simulcast. Yeah, we're the we're the only piece of content that's gonna be left on OnlyFans. I put a shirt on for this podcast and now look. But it looked like the size of basically like a quarter. Uh, yeah, a little bigger than a quarter. Yeah, fifty cent piece probably. And it's uh, it's well, that's what I was doing before we started our podcast. I was emailing the good people at Saucony, Saucony. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Either way, you know, I've only had them for a few months, and there's giant holes in them. So either they got to pull a patch out, or they got to send me some shoes. I don't know, but I'm not happy. And I love these shoes; they're so comfortable. Is that your first pair of that brand? Or yes, yeah, it is. Okay, because usually those are running shoes, and I don't do a lot of running, so. Right. These are just, you know, tennis shoes. Is it just one shoe? How's the other one looking? No, well, I'd love to show you, as I know this is a uh, audio only medium. I mean, I'll do my best to describe it here. So, uh, okay, I see another one starting there. Yeah, it's at the same spot These on the shoes other are garbage. Side. What's going on with your big toe there? It's doing a lot of rubbing. Do you? Uh, I, I, I mean, maybe it's a toe. Maybe my toes are too big. I've, I yeah. haven't had this problem with do any other bunions? shoes. Are you actively a bunion person? <laughs> I, I, I know Paul Bunyan. No, I don't have any bunions. <laughs> No, I don't have any bunions. Okay, whatever you say. I don't. It, this has been on his mind for the past like month. I mean, it's like every day. It's like, man, you spend hard-earned American currency on something, and this is how they do you. It's really good to you. So thank you for providing the outlet. This is it, and I hope that some of my representative of Saucony, Saucony. Yeah, I don't I've, know. I've never, I know exactly the shoe brand you're talking about, but I've never been able to pronounce it. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody's listening and they get that done. Have you ever gone to one of those places where you put your feet in the machine and it tells you exactly like what size shoe and width and like all that stuff you need. No, because Foot Locker doesn't have that. It's like a <laughs> foot. It's basically a foot scan that tells you this is exactly what the size shoe is. what size you. white New Balance I wear and that's what I stick to. <laughs> that's why Robert wears Velcro shoes. Wait, that's how you got that shoe? By stepping in the machine? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that <laughs> might be your problem. That machine <laughs> yeah. might need to be recalibrated. <laughs> I remember there was a machine at the uh, Walmart down here um, that was a Dr. Scholl's machine. You could step on it, and then it would tell you what inserts that you needed to buy. (laughs) But it was very specific. It was like, you need to take your shoes off and then step on this machine. And uh, I almost did it, and then I I paused for a second. I said, there was just a moment of clarity. I said, hold on, Matt. You're in a Walmart. Um, (laughs) This this sign is inviting you to take your shoes off and stand where countless people from the area have stood once before. And just like, not just like for a moment. I mean, you got to really let those feet marinate on that mm. spot while it's, while it's Dr. Scholl's mm. scanning you. So mm. yeah, you should just go get an athlete's foot at a YMCA locker room. Like just, it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Just yeah. go ahead and get it out of the way. How confused were some of the people that were like, Oh, we're supposed to have shoes on in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did work at the Dollar General down the road here for summer and we did have to kick people out for not wearing shoes a few times. It happens more often than you think. Some of the stories I've heard from you from that summer 
you had some pretty lifelong experiences. It was a it was a, a scarring three months <laughs> for a nineteen year old Matt. But is that the worst job you've ever had? No, probably. Yeah, I would. I, I think that's probably the worst. I don't know. I wasn't there for that long, but it just wasn't. It, it, yeah. What was the straw that broke the camel's back on that leaving that job? Moving back to college. It was just Uh-oh. like the only summer that I ever was like after freshman year, the only summer I ever yeah. moved, went back home from college. After that, I just got an apartment and stayed in Mobile because I was living on campus. So you had to get out in the summer. And so I came back home. I needed to find something. They hired me the, the night I went in there like, do you all have any applications? And they were like, uh, you're hired. You want to be a manager? Here are the keys. Yeah, it it pretty much it went down like that. Like I was working in like two days after that. It was it was nuts. (laughs) But I did I did not enjoy it. It was it was not fun. DG is great for jokes, not so great for your livelihood. I would say no. The pay was awful. I mean, I was getting paid five thirty five an hour. Yeah, minimum wage was five fifteen back then. So they thought they were being (laughs) real generous with that twenty cents. (laughs) I was a bag boy one summer uh, during college, and all the other bag boys were like high school kids. And so one of the managers or whatever, he, he walks up as we're just standing around by one of the registers and he grabs me by the arm. He's like, all right, I need you to get out there and get those buggies and pulls me by the arm. And I jerk my arm away. I was like, don't touch me. In front of everybody. I made like a huge scene out of it. I was not on the, the list for hours very pull, much pull after that. <laughs> well, you gotta be a team player, John. I was like, you want me to get the buggies? You ask me. You don't grab me by the arm. It was just Man, <laughs> so, what a terrible employee. That's what I deal with on a daily basis. You want me to memorize my lines? <laughs> you ask me. He's going through a lot right now with the shoes. Uh, no, I know. Shoes, I mean, I, can we not? Is what it is. This thank is you. Once we get the shoes fixed, I'll be back. I'll be back normal. I'll be back myself yeah. again. So for me, it's not just that the shoes like our holes are appearing in both shoes and they are enlarging by the minute. It's that you continue to wear them. That's what I was about to say. Why are you oh, still wearing? And these? I'm wearing socks with them. Um, but but I don't know. I don't have like a ton of like just everyday tennis shoes type things, and I, they're comfortable. I like the shoes. Yeah, they just they just Ooh, have holes. They're giving in. you increased. Yeah, energy. I was about to say they they very breathable during these hot summer months. I mean, you actually probably should start running in it, man. You probably get more like aerodynamics and stuff. <laughs> Robert, what are you? Uh, what are you hollering about? What what shoe company would you like to put on blast? Today? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a company on blast. But they fly airplanes. Actually, they don't do a lot of flying of airplanes anymore. Uh, American Airlines is my enemy number uno on this uh, list. I uh, went through the worst experience I've ever been in. Had to stay at the Dallas airport for 36 hours because they kept canceling flights. And they continue to do so to this day. So, yeah, American Airlines, I don't know what happened. Maybe they've always been like that. My policy was always whatever the cheapest ticket is for a plane, I'm going to buy that one. I have no airline loyalty. And as it happened on this fateful trip this summer, it was American Airlines. Man, I would have paid the extra 20 bucks for a, a Delta flight all day. Because um, the Dallas airport, if you've ever been there, you know you don't want to spend 36 hours there. I have. Well, it's, it's big. And there are worst airports to have to stay in, I think. That's what I was trying to tell myself in the first uh, 24 hours. <laughs> trying to keep a positive sign. Like, hey, look, they've got a Waffle House and the McDonald's. This isn't too bad. Best small airport, I think, is probably Charlotte. They've got those rocking chairs. They've got a couple Birmingham's of nice not bad. That's small, small. Charlotte's like, uh, I guess, okay, medium size. Yeah, Charlotte's got a hub. They do a lot of connections over there. Yeah. They? yeah. Yeah, they're big Delta hub. So, but yeah, I don't like that airport, their airline anymore. So I went, I got home and got the Delta, to the Delta car. And I'm like, I'm just going to stick with them forever and ever and ever now. Even though someone's going to be listening and being like, Delta sucks too. <laughs> well, everybody, yeah, I mean, there's no like airline that has not had 
some bad experiences. I've heard people say how much they don't like Delta. I mean, mm-hmm. I think if you really want to complain, it sounds like, and from what I've seen, I've never flown with them, that people that want to complain about Spirit Airlines probably have the most to, to grab. Well, you know what? You're, you're, paying, you're paying $16 for yeah. a ticket, so you know what you're yeah. you know. That's my... That's my thinking. It's like I'm I'm getting what I pay for, and I barely paid. They for probably this. forgot yes. to bring their tailgating chair with them, so you can't the complain planes. that there's livestock on the plane with you <laughs> yeah, if exactly. you paid forty dollars to get to Hawaii. Because I am I'm pretty loyal with Southwest, and I know I am getting the cheapest rate, and I am I am fine with what most of the things they're going to throw at me. Like I know that it's like boarding is like a free for all. Oh yeah, they just ring a bell and everyone runs onto the plane. Yeah, it's like dinner time. They ring that little triangle. <laughs> yeah, and it's like load them up, and uh, and it's basically like a bunch of kids run yep. into the car, and <laughs> that's how it works. It's like buckle up if you want, wink, yeah, we're and uh, and then take off. And I, I get that. Yeah, the Southwest like their in flight like safety thing is like a joke. Like they're right, like, hey guys, <laughs> like it's just full of jokes. In the event of a water landing, <laughs> make sure your affairs are in order. <laughs> last last flight, uh, when they I took them southwest last near the end of last year in December, they were doing the safety training, or whatever. And I don't know the audio or something. I don't know what they were doing, but nobody could hear. And there was a couple of us looking at each other. And I think we were just all in agreement that like we don't need to know this. Yeah. And if it goes, the plane goes down, we just all know we're all going to die. Like we could just <laughs> skip the safety presentation. But yeah. What did you fly with your little one? Have you have you flown with her yet? Or Couple times, yeah, yeah. How was that? Uh, knock on wood, it has been. It's been good. The first time, is there like a special trick you know? That- my my wife has several. Like she has like a plan, like A through D of like you know how to entertain her. If that fails, move to this step. Try this. <laughs> we're, and, we're in the emergency iPad, right? And that is that is like the last step. But yeah, the first time we flew with her, she was she was probably. She's about a year and a half, and she just slept. As soon as the plane took off, it was like a ride in a car, and she's out. Oh, wow. But also, That's she's so dream. small that she's, I think, under two years old. You don't have to have a seat. You don't have to buy a seat so they can lap ride. So she just, like, is being cradled anyway, so she just goes to sleep, which is, like, how I prefer to go to sleep, too, being cradled in a plane. <laughs> I, and I this last time, though, she's a bit older. We had to buy her a seat. She has to stay seated and strapped in, so she got a little fussy about that. But then you mm. just... You hand her the iPad and <laughs> you're good. He's like, what's the cradling policy on this flight? Uh, no go? Okay. Uh, okay, great. You're on your own, kid. Yeah. Also, sorry we couldn't get a seat next to you because it's Southwest. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're going to be in the flight. overhead compartment. Yeah, sorry about that. When they do get fussy, you just pretend like they're not yours. Like you're looking around like, this Somebody's one, am I right? Kid. Like, whose kid is this? I have yet. She is not like caused a scene. Like had a like full on temper tantrum that like mm-hmm. got the attention of like, Everybody in the plane. I don't know what I would do if that happened. I think I would just jump out from, of the plane. <laughs> from baby to five, I would just full on barf the whole flight, every flight. So I would just sit down. Mom would hand me a bag and I just <laughs> for four or five hours. <laughs> and then we'd land. Everyone's like, all right, I hate you. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, God, I don't, I feel so bad for those parents, but I'm not one of those. I've seen those parents that are like, no, their kid's going to have a fit. So they bring snacks and treats Mm -hmm. for everybody that has to sit around them on the plane. Like it's like, it's like a, you know, it comes with a note. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, we're going to get buckle up because it's going to (laughs) suck. You can make a whole category on Etsy of like plane apology bags. (laughs) This is a really cute one. So that exists. We're not at that level yet. I think she had to have that bad of a meltdown before we. Before Lisa started pulling out the um, the gift bags, <laughs> but I would not put it past her. Right. So I guess uh, can we let's get positive for a second. It's gonna be tough. It'll be tough with this guy in the room here, but we're I gonna know. try it. It sounds like you've gone through a lot lately. <laughs> Hooten, what what are you excited about? What's what's going on that's got you fired up? 
I'm especially excited about two things. If I can, if I can, Matt, if I'm allowed to, I'll allow to. Um, one is that you can take Roberts. Go ahead. We're at full capacity in stadiums this year, and you can like actually go to a game and enjoy it the way you have before. And I'm excited about that for college football because yeah. I'm excited to go see see a couple games this year. Because I'd like to try to make it to the Alabama Ole Miss and then Alabama LSU LSU games. So I'm excited about that. Have y'all ever thought, hey, here's an idea for more work? Like doing stuff pre-game or like just going to just doing a little ex- fan experience at some of these stadiums beforehand, you know, and then have the struggle of trying to figure out what the video is going to be that should make the very next day. Yeah, that's the problem with it is like getting back in time and then having the energy to work for 15 hours, I guess, the next day after you do yeah, something like that. It was in 2020 before before that went off the rails. The plan was going to be we really wanted to go to Kyle Field in Texas A&M and we were going to go out there for the weekend and try to like actually film the video out there, just kind of get a tour of the campus and everything. But then uh, that did not work out. So we due to COVID, COVID, COVID reasons. So, yeah, that, you know, it would be fun. But yeah, I would really love to go to College Station for a game. But, but just so we get so as we get older, it's just like more work. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We're so lazy. I, I don't know how you do. I would not do anything on Saturday. I mean, I would just be camped, and I probably already try to do that on my own. Uh, <laughs> just camp out in front of the TV, watch all the games. But also, probably knowing me, I would also have this dread all day long of what are we doing tomorrow? Oh yeah, constantly. I think like it's such a weird thing to complain about because you know we're lucky to do this, but that is you do feel almost a dread because you're like the pressure of coming up with something new is there. So it's like, there's always the, this is what we always say. Cause our audience, they're, they're great. We love our yeah. audience, but, and they're not, they're not mean and they're not, I wouldn't call them a toxic audience, but what happens when they don't like it, when they don't like the video, they say, ah, uh, not your best not work. Your best. Yep. Yep. And I'm just yep. like dreading that. I'm like, Josh, they're going to not our best work this <laughs> tomorrow. And I'm going to be pissed off. That is that is their go-to. I've seen your entire catalog of videos, and I'm just going to go say it and say that's not your best. Yeah, yeah. it's not a fan. You've done better, it's, especially when they give you a compliment too. They're like, "Man, the last five were really great. But this one, it's just the not, fact that they not feel worth the your time. need to to say something at all. Like, I guess I'm the personality. Like, if I see something on the internet that I don't like or enjoy, I just move on with my life. But yeah. like the fact that there are people out there, they're like, you know what? I'm going to do them a service and tell them how much that sucked. Yeah, no, I think they think they're helping. They're really just destroying your confidence. I mean, we already know from looking at like the analytics of the video, like how many views it has, how many shares, like we already know when the video is not you know, well received or not as, as well as it usually is. So mm-hmm. the extra feedback of, hey, y'all are starting to suck is not yeah. really that helpful. <laughs> no, it affects no one no <laughs> one worse than the creator of the video. Like they yeah. are totally aware that this thing they put a lot of work into is not being enjoyed by anyone. So we know, we know already. So you don't got to tell us. We know that uh, Texas A&M fans did not like our rap video, <laughs> which is fine. It's fine. It's fine. I appreciated it. Also, I was amazed at how dirty the water was in, in, in Gulfport, Mississippi. Gross. It was, it was warm, <laughs> it tastes, though. It tastes like syrup. <laughs> it was really warm, so that helped a lot for being in the water. But yeah, man, everyone was just like, they shot this in Houston. You can see the oily residue from yeah. all the oil refineries. <laughs> it was like, guess which terrible body of water they shot it in. Why did you choose Gulfport? So I had been down there once in college and I just had, I had this vivid memory of the beaches being, you know, three feet deep, like a hundred, 200 yards out 
in the ocean away from the shoreline. Right. So it was like, we can get away from the beach road. We can get away from, you know, just oh, yeah. the, the crashing waves. But then on the day we shoot, the waves just start picking up like crazy. And we're directly under the runway flight path of like this airport. So it was just like, and these big military cargo planes coming in and out. And it was just, oh man, the raft is just all over the place. The stupid just, wig and beard kept shifting. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can't control on the open seas. That's what's so funny is like, we spend all that time making a raft. We drive all the way down to the beach and I'm wearing like a nine cent beard and wig from Party City. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we would upgrade that no, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do to fix it, but it's just, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know of a place where you can get wigs, fine imported wigs for beards. Is that a real beard, Matt? Yours? No, this is uh, this I got off Amazon. The, it's a face mucking. This is uh, available at store.southernthing.com. Fifty <laughs> percent off, uh, or if you sign up for the potluck, we'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, no, games, full capacity. I'm excited about that. We'll see what happens in LSU because I think they're requiring you to be vaccinated or show that you've... That's cool, baby. I'm vaxxed. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I like the idea. I just don't know how well received it's going to be. Oh, no, it'll be terribly received. But, you know, <laughs> it's like if you want to go to the game, you're going to have to do it. So, yeah. I, well, I wonder, like, how, how does it even work? Like, is like a gate attendant who barely knows how to work the ticket scanner thing going to be like, bro, this back card, let me see it. Like, how does it even? Yeah, I, no, I think it's another thing where it's like, it's the perception of doing more than. But you're not actually going to yeah, do it. Yeah, all they're going to do is they're going to look at the card and then that's it. Like, what are they going to, there's no hologram on it. I mean, it's No, just, I could, I keep hearing like the, there's a market now for like counterfeit or fake you know like vaccine cards. that would be harder to do than just going no, to get the stupid vaccine. Off of, i could i i'm not going to exactly like, i'm careful to say here but this seems really easy to that'd do. be insanely easy <laughs> you just have nasty doctor handwriting and just say pfizer like it's, <laughs> it's so easy to do i don't yeah i saw the same thing like trucks being stopped with like we just did a bust on all these fake vaccine cards like, why is this an industry if yeah. you have an inkjet printer you're well because if you haven't got one you don't know what they look like so you we're don't know how hard it is look on the internet man yeah right we're, we're, we don't condone making we've all been posting cards. our pictures of them but carefully hiding parts of it with our fingers so they'll never know what the bottom half of the card looks like <laughs> just, just like right <laughs> have no idea what the secret image is that only the vaccinated it's like, it reminds me too of like lunch, it's a picture of biden school where they gave you no lunch shirt. tickets and they would like hole punch them and basically, every child would just lose their lunch ticket every day. It's like, why give you a physical card? It's just going to get lost. You're not, or if you have to show it a bunch of places, it's going to get all worn out. I don't know. This is we did not have the lunch tickets. Yeah, I'm old, so it probably was <laughs> we had numbers. Thing. We had numbers. Yeah, yeah. It was a blue lunch ticket, and I'd always lose it. Hmm. And, they would, and the teacher would get so tired of you doing it, and she'd be like, "Well, I guess you're not eating today." <laughs> and I would cry. I would cry to her face. What was the uh, what was the second part of that that you're hearing about? You said you had two, right? Oh, yeah. The other one, I mean, it's kind of far out, but the World Games. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Robert, what are you hearing about? <laughs> Matt, no. Of all people, Matthew. Really? I expected you to be very excited about that. I did. I just don't know what what, what, are we, what what is it? What, 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 what is, is it? Games? What is the World Games? You know what it is. Competitive ribbon dancing, skate dancing, drone racing. Uh, sumo wrestling, tug of war. I mean, these are all things that you would love to watch live. Drink a beer. I'm getting big, great value Olympics vibes. Yes. No, yes, exactly. This is Birmingham. This is what, I mean, this is what, who we are. We're the great value of cities. <laughs> Why not have the great value of games? Like, it makes sense. 
I can't believe this. I can't believe yeah, you're not excited. Uh, you are genuinely excited for the. No, it's, yes. it's, it's annoying. He yes. like, wants to go to all the events. And there's so many, and they're not cheap. It's like, hey, you want to go watch flag football? It'd be $60. Like, wait, what? Where are they going to play that at? Oh, you need a football field, Matthew. I mean, I they mean, could probably not. the old gray lady. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's like flag wide open. <laughs> not much going on there. <laughs> if you can dodge the uh, concrete falling from the. Sky at an obstacle. Well, I did not expect that to come. No, I mean, I know it's coming. I've seen the signs. Parkour? That's really a game? Yeah. I've got to look this up. Uh huh. I think it's going to be one of those things where you go to one event and you're like, well, cool. I get it. It's going to be like tailgating and then watching people do tug of war or parkour. Like, it's going to be entertaining. If you told me that, like, the milk crate challenge was a world game, I would probably pay tickets if each country sent a representative to do the, the milk crate challenge. Mm. I would like. I would like to see that. Have you seen that, Robert? Mm-mm. It's just like people are stacking milk, like pyramids of milk crates, and like running up them. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep up with the world these days. It's incredible. They they get up there and dump a bucket of ice on them. <laughs> like, yeah. So imagine a pyramid of milk crates. Where do you get a pyramid of milk crates from? I don't know where. I, it is an alarming number of milk crates that these people are finding and putting up in fields and in parks. And it's on grass, so they're never level. And like you start off on one milk crate, the next one is two milk crates, three. And always the center stack is like, what, probably eight milk crates high? Yeah, it's like a Mario Brothers. And then it steps down. Mm-hmm. So you climb one in and then walk down the other. And So if you just eat it at the top. Oh, yeah. Hard. <laughs> And you will always land on a milk crate like your ribs, and yeah. <laughs> you will all your bones Very will always be in contact with something hard. The grape smasher lady, the oh, oh, it's like always, it's like a hundred of those. She tried to smash the grapes with her feet too fast. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Yeah, so it's that is that is that is happening, and I hope that's in the world games too. You've got to look that up when we're done here. Go check out that, and you'll be be locked in for hours watching people fall, and you're like, oh, they're dead. You've, there's several of them. You're like, there's no way they're still alive. <laughs> That was brutal. <laughs> I, I guess this was posted in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> to my Aunt Sarah, you will always be remembered as being this milk crate idiot. Like, what do you say at those funerals? Like That they died in a milk crate accident? She died the way she lived. <laughs> milk crating. <laughs> There's a lot of jokes there. I'm yeah, 2% picturing what that <laughs> looks like. Skim. I think the casket would have to be held up by milk crates. That's for sure. <laughs> 100%. And then they're just watching at, at the cemetery as like they're having at the graveside funeral and they're lowering the casket and they see off on the other side, like other people are doing the milk crate challenge now. <laughs> and they just like longing to look at them. Like it's like seeing kids play in the park or something. It's like, oh, I remember when someone was doing that. <laughs> the barber milk cow mascot is one of the pallbearers. <laughs> they have a mascot? Yeah. It's a yeah, little cow. Dude, look out, babe rough. Apparently mascot Publix stopped town. carrying barber, barber's milk and I saw an old man lose his mind at Publix. He wanted to speak to the manager as to why there was no barber's milk in the milk section. That is the go-to around these parts. Barber's milk. Apparently, they got bought out or something. I don't know. I, I witnessed oh, the whole thing. That's news. That's breaking news. Right I have never bought name brand milk. Uh, it's They're all cows. I don't know what. You're going to tell me like the great value cows are less of a cow than the barber's cows? I don't know how There's only work. one way to settle this. And that's with you making a video trying every <laughs> that's, brand of milk. That's it. Bless your rank milks. <laughs> 
You could you could get at least four episodes out of that. We're the doing th- whole milk today. The We're thumbnail is Matt with a milk mustache. We all know that, right? Oh, that's there's no doubt about that's it. A, okay, that's a given. Oh, this is the future. If we if I am still doing this five years from now, they will be like, all right. I'm gonna bust your rank. We got whole milk, two percent, one percent, almond, oat. You would just like take a sick day, like for four days after that one. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh, solid stools are not in the. In the, the more I keep talking about, it, the more that would be kind of funny to do. So I'm just gonna write that down here. Yeah, you should definitely write it down. <laughs> I would like to be maybe, a guest on that. Maybe 2021? Question mark after World Games. <laughs> after- <laughs> After world in the games, world games, sure. yeah, the milk tasting event, in the closing world ceremony, games. World Games. Bless your rank milk, <laughs> we'll action see. milk. Brought to you by the World Games. <laughs> Robert, what are you hooting about? You know what? I was thinking about that while Josh was over here running his mouth for twenty minutes, and uh, you know what? I realized that I have rediscovered the joys of my original Nintendo sixty four, and I have been playing Ken Griffey Junior.'s Major League Baseball, and I have. I feel like I'm bragging on myself here, and I hate to do it, but I have single-handedly taken the Montreal Expos to the playoffs, and uh, <laughs> I've done it with Barry Bonds and an elite Bobby, crew of Bobby All Stars, Greg Maddox, and Tim Wakefield as my as my main guys. These are old oldies, but goldies. I think who remembers the name Chili Davis? Oh, Chili oh, Davis. Yeah. Uh, Chili I want to say right fielder for the Giants. He's the left fielder for the Montreal Expos. Is all I. Know. <laughs> He's having a great year. How did you get Barry Bonds on the Expos? You had to do some wheeling and dealing there, didn't you? You get to do a custom draft at the beginning of the season. And, uh, you know, I was like, do I want starting pitching or do I want Barry Bonds? So I, I, went, with, I went with Barry Bonds. So. so on King Griffey's baseball game, you said my number one pick will be <laughs> Barry Bonds. Yeah, this was, uh, this was when he had just discovered steroids. So he was like at the peak of his career before, you know, everyone was trying to hold him down. He's still no King Griffey Jr., though, on King Griffey Jr. baseball. Yes, he was back at his on the, in the lineup. Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah. that was my, he was yeah. my hero when I was a kid. Basically, everybody who's denied entrance in the Hall of Fame because of steroids, they're on my Expos <laughs> right now. So Roger Clemens on there? Yeah, if I could get Roger, I mean, he'd be on there. Finding glory on this defunct Jeff, baseball Jeff team. Jeff Bagwell? I got, a, uh, I got a Jose Canseco 1988 rated rookie when I was a, a man, young boy. It's like $3 now. Yeah, it's plummeted. It's These small cards, man. They, they're not worth anything. I think it was like $80 at the time. No. It was a huge deal. I mean, I am a baseball card collector. Unfortunately, the card market has shot up during the pandemic. Okay, so they rebounded, and they made the big announcement that they're going with fanatics now. Yeah, that sucks. I'm not happy about that, but we'll see. You would have all these like all these cards and all these dudes that were like, "Oh man, I've got like a Roberto Clemente rookie card, and it's worth like ten dollars now." Is this not a buyer market or something? I was always fascinating to me. Matt, are you a collector of uh, any of the Upper Deck series? I've got some. I mean, they don't exist. I think they might still do hockey. They do still make cards, but they don't have the Major League Baseball license. So. I think I still have the 89 through 91 full sets of Upper Deck. So those are what's considered the junk era, uh, of course. <laughs> because it's they, because they were so so many people were doing it then. It was two, two issues were going on then. You had like the mid-early 80s, the realization that, wow, baseball cards are worth something now, especially the ones, those adults then when they had their cards in the 60s, yeah, those Mickey Mantles and stuff were worth tons of money. So mm-hmm. then there was like a rush to let's all start collecting and the companies flooded the market with cards. And on top of that, kids, like it was a big deal for us. Baseball cards, like it, so many kids had cards and traded them at school. Yeah. I don't think like they do that anymore. I don't know. Pokemon There's Pokemon now. cards now, yeah. Vapes and um and other stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, they go to the bathroom and trade their vape pens. You know the kids these days with their vape pods and their <laughs> such. 
<laughs> but it was a big deal. So you had so many cards in the market that it's hard to find some that are worth a lot of money. But you can if you, there's a few cards out there that uh, if you go send them to be graded and they come back as a 10, like centering, surface, edges, the points aren't nicked at all. They're perfectly pointy or whatever. Then you could have some money there if they've been graded in, as a 10. So I love that Charlotte's college fund is ebbing and flowing with the rise and fall of the baseball card market. Like, she what? has no idea. Like, she keeps saying, am I going to Harvard or am I going to Bevel State? Uh, <laughs> yeah, her future is riding on baseball cards right now. Just like I thought mine was when I was a kid. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought I was like, Dad, this is an investment. Why wouldn't you buy me this Jose Canseco rookie card? <laughs> right. You're a clown, bro. Like, you know, he's going to be the expos one day. We want to be sure we're there to capitalize. <laughs> On it. Yeah, that's uh Did you go to baseball card shows when you were a kid? I don't remember going to any shows. We did have some card shops. There was one in Gardendale that we would go to because I don't remember there being one in Walker County. And then anytime you go to like flea markets or stuff oh, like that, yeah. trade days, there would be trade lots day. of ca- lots of card tables. Now there's hardly any. Uh, or there were. They might be coming back, but yeah, that's yeah. I think I had a Bo Jackson MVP card and those are nothing. Yeah, it's great. No, it's rookie it's, cards it's are not nothing, even like ten dollars now. It's like nothing. I know, but I, I was very into it for a span of like two or three years. I remember when I got a Terry Pendleton card. If you were doing this podcast, then I, that would have been my hooting. Talking about my Terry Pendleton <laughs> card I just got. <laughs> that would have been it. I had a signed Ron Gant card. Oh, at one man. Point. Yeah. If it wasn't for that motorcycle crash, he'd still be a, be a, be a primetime player. Nolan Ryan baseball was my prize, prize possession. Oh, like a... A signed sign. Nolan Ryan baseball, yeah. I grew up in Houston, so that's that's pretty great, actually. Yeah, if it was a Gaylord Perry card, maybe we could talk. But I mean, <laughs> Nolan Ryan, yawn. Are you playing any other games on the N sixty four? Is it just Ken Griffey? Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's a full time gig getting exposed to the playoffs, Matt. You know, you can't be playing like Mario Kart too. So it's so weird, though. The the controller shape was the it was by far and still is the weirdest controller ever created. The shape of it. Oh no doubt. Yeah, that's the, the one with the middle thing in the middle of it. Yeah, so it's been challenged, but. You know, I've it's dug deep really put some work into it and some time. And, you know, we're playing the Giants. So we, I'm not saying we're going to go all the way, but... Uh, How many games have you lost? Four. What mode is it on? It's on the 30, 30 game shortened season. No, like and the difficulty. Game, the game gets difficulty harder just automatically as you get deeper in the season. And so now I'm having to like do suicide squeezes and steals just to score like three runs a game here. So it's it's kind of a... Well, lucky you've assembled the 10 best players in baseball at the time. <laughs> Roided out. We don't, ready to go. we don't got speed. We got to have more speed out there. You know, Barry Bonds can hit, but he can't run for anything. If you play King Griffey's team, he just automatically hits a home run every time he uh, swings the bat. Could have been yours. I mean, you had first pick. Oh, I, I should have. I'm wasting away with Barry Bonds. How about you, Matt? Do you, I mean, do you participate in the hooting and hollering? Um, I mean, let's see. What am I hooting or hollering about right now? I usually don't because my life is just an empty void. I have nothing of which to be excited or sad about. There are no emotions yeah. of good or bad. It's just gray matter. I had a pretty great cheeseburger for lunch today. Sonic. Oh, it exceeded expectations. Are you tots or fries? Tot- yeah, tots or fries. That's the big. Oh, one. it's Sonic tots all day yeah, long. Always tots. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah. And they got the good ice. I would go to Sonic just to buy bags of their ice. Yeah, those if, if your audience doesn't know, you can do that. Hot tip right yeah. there. Yeah. Hey, uh, crushed ice machines are very expensive. Uh, this is practical. one thing I've learned about Robert is he's a real ice queen. Like he yeah. will drive somewhere far away to get a specific kind of ice. And if you sell the ice he likes, he'll fill up a cup with it and leave the store before. I will purchase a drink separately, but yes, I will fill up a cup of ice. So are you just chewing the ice? 
Well, no, that's what that's what Josh is misrepresenting me. I will buy a beverage separately, but I will not consume it at the fountain. I will just get the, the crushed ice. It's got to be like crushed ice. But Josh is correct on that end. I am an ice uh, connoisseur, as I like to refer to myself. And uh, racetrack gas stations, excellent. Milo's, yeah, give us your top excellent. three ice. Top three. Yeah, I like to hear this. Yeah, Milo's for sure. Sonic, great ice, fantastic ice. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Strangely enough, uh, Rodney Scott's Barbecue uh, downtown there. Wow. We got some good ice. So you've got them in the top three. Yeah, they're good. I don't like the big chunky ice. I like crushed ice. I have looked into it many times about purchasing an ice machine. They are $6,000. So <laughs> no. I will be uh, going to get a cup to the grocery store to get my, uh, my Publix ice. Now, do you, you buy it separately and just keep it in your freezer, right? I do. Yeah, a lot yeah. of times I do. But then you got to get an ice pick and you got to do all that stuff. So it's not fresh. It's not fresh crust ice. I had no idea you were such an ice connoisseur. It's a big deal. It's how I live my life. They call me the ice king. You know, once you're making that big internet money, you choose the way you spend it. it really, the, the finer things. The day yeah. I have a crushed ice machine, you will have known we've made it. Like That's it. Yeah. You would have known the Expos won the World Series and uh, we picked up a new sponsor. Yeah. I've got holes in my shoes. Robert collects ice. That's yeah. where we are in our lives. <laughs> we really need wives and, <laughs> and children and lives. Matt, please, if you know anyone, just... Help us. We don't. We need to. Yeah. I, my, the big thing this week is how am I going to fix these shoes? And Robert is looking for a good ice. Like, please just tell a, us how to fulfill our lives. Like that would be a really good site. You know? Yeah. If I, next time I see you, Sneed, if I don't see duct tape just wrapped around <laughs> that shoe and you're still wearing it months from now and you still have yet to get an email response back, <laughs> guaranteed he will be wearing these shoes when you run into him as well. 100%. If you've gone this, you're still wearing them and you have like two holes in one shoe and then one that's, that's popping up, it's going to be yeah. pretty big soon and you're still <laughs> wearing them. There's no turning back now. No, I'm, it's, it's in Sakoni's Sakoni's hands. Like you're they can either do right by me or. Lose me as a customer forever. Imagine they call you. You gave them your number and they said, uh, Mr. Sneed, we're very sorry about that. We would be delighted to replace those shoes if you can pronounce our company name correctly. <laughs> and then they start a timer. <laughs> yeah, get that uh, Who Was Big Millionaire music playing in the background. Like, uh, sorry, click and that's it. Do I have time to call Matt? Uh, no. Another no. one bites the dust. That's been their business plan for years. <laughs> So I want to thank you all for coming on. Real quick, though, let's put you on the spot. Predictions for uh, the SEC here. Have you thought about who's going who's gonna to take it all? The answer is... Yeah, Alabama. Alabama. No, just give me the title game. Okay. At least the East is a mystery. I mean, I'll say Alabama-Georgia. Yeah, it'll be Georgia this year. They got that quarterback figured out now, so it'll be... Now, I will say, I think Texas A&M... Texas A&M, Alabama will be... That's going to be a good game. That's going to be where it's decided. LSU doesn't have a quarterback. They're a little bit out of the place. Auburn's not going to... They're several years away. Arkansas will be better. Mississippi State, eh, you know, status quo probably. And then Ole Miss will probably be like, not middle of the pack, but probably slightly above. Yeah, I think they'll surprise a couple people. And like, you know, for all like the excitement of last year, they still only won like one more game than they did the year before. So, I mean, they were they were right around the playoffs. But yeah, you got to like, you got if you can't beat Alabama, but even <laughs> if you beat Alabama, you, you still can't trip up the rest of the season either. So, and that, you know, Florida lost so many weapons on offense that I don't think they're going to be pushing Georgia as much this year. I always have the feeling like Florida will find a way to, Ruin it for, ruin it for themselves. A like self sabotage. Whole tennis shoe just, incident. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I just think Dan Mullen is a garbage human. Oh, yeah, they're more vaccinated than Auburn is. So <laughs> give him credit. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's gonna be Alabama. You know what? It's gonna be Alabama for um, for a minute. And you know what? 
it's okay because they watch our videos. That's true. They are the most loyal college football fans. Oh, man. They will consume anything. If it's Akron and BYU on TV, I mean, Alabama fans are like, all right, y'all cancel my calls. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just the market, too. I don't know if it, how it's been lately, but I remember listening to Colin Cowherd back in the day. I used to listen to him a lot. And he would always like obsess over the ratings for college football games. And Birmingham was consistently like in the top markets for games that had were nowhere near the oh, South. Every, oh, yeah. every game we yeah. were in the top two. And the, the number one city, if it's not Birmingham, is like the town where the college is located. Yeah. And Birmingham is not far behind. Like it's right. insane. I just did not realize other places don't care about college football as much as we do. I, I was in Oregon one time and it was college football season and I went to I think it was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Because it was Saturday night and I wanted to see the games. And I was like, well, this should be great. I should be able to see like all of them. So freaking Buffalo Wild Wings. Like there is one TV on a game. I don't remember which one it was. I was just stunned. They're all watching the world. They were all watching the world games. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? And that's a callback. So what? uh, Where (laughs) SEC shorts, where can they watch if they're listening to this podcast? And for some reason, they've are not already following y'all. Where can they watch? Oh, we were on, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and wherever you get your video content. Yeah. I love it. And then on uh, SEC Nation Saturday mornings. Yeah, y'all are on there now. How's, how's, it's very difficult when you're reusing old sketches. Oh, it's terrible. Like you do, uh, you do like original stuff and you, you get TikTok. You're like, you should see my dances. They're so good. I'm just telling you, I've seen a bunch of your TikToks. Your milk crate dances were probably, passionate. that's what I, I love when you mash up two trends. Yeah. That's really, that's where you get, you got to broaden your audience. My favorite one of yours was when you just put the little spirit Halloween <laughs> shop tag <laughs> on your shirt and you're just like, don't mind me just watching. It's so great. Like I, you, you, you are what TikTok could be, but it's just like, I don't even know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I wouldn't even know how to do that. But another example of it took like 30 seconds to make and then it blew up. And then I re- that's actually, I made that last year. And then I was just like, I wonder if I could just reshare this on here. Does TikTok care if I reshare old stuff? And it performed better than it did the first time. Hmm. Yeah. And nobody said, this is old. You know, you know, the comment is like, not your best work. Didn't, they, didn't come, they didn't come back around and be like, seen this before. You Saint have it. ideas? Saint it. So. You must not be doing stuff. But yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, so don't don't go to our TikTok. It's not really doing anything. <laughs> that's a long story short. Hey, we appreciate the viewership. We appreciate you having us on. It's good talking to you. Hey, thank y'all. Have a nice, calm, relaxing season, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to happen. We're we're all fired up now with these holes in the shoes, so we'll see. (laughs) 